0: Welcome back to the Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 47. And as always, you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com. Today, we have a new guest. Um, If you guys have been listening to the show for a little bit, you recall um, other folks from the community known as the Tadpool joining in on this program. Um, So today we have Jim from the Tadpool. Jim, thanks for joining me today.
1: Hey, how's it going, Alex?
0: pretty good man okay so I put a feeler out there to the community I was like you know I'm looking for other dads to to bring out here and you sent me a note and and shared a really uh thoughtful kind of perspective on on what you uh do uh with your with your kids and and you know time management etc and I was like man I gotta I gotta talk to him so so this has been really great so I appreciate it so why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself to to the audience at home
1: uh, sure my name is James or Jim Thatcher uh, I go in the tadpool uh, as big Jim I am um, while I'm in the tadpool I am more um, frequently associated with the uh, pirates of the internet that call themselves the Diamond Club um, we are part of an um, the um, a, a, a kaleidoscope of of tech shows, uh, as well as, uh, some not so tech shows, including night attack, uh, daily tech news show, uh, any of the Justin Robert Young type podcast, PX three, et cetera. So we're kind of, uh, the, the kids in the back of the class, you just snicker at everything else. That's, that's the diamond club. Yeah. You guys uh, make
0: fart jokes while the teachers up there trying to do their thing, right?
1: <clears throat> well, we, we fart. If we're making fart jokes, then we're being really tame that day. Oh,
0: okay. So, um, <laughs> Beautiful. So, I love it.
1: Um, and then on top of that, um, I am also kind of associated with Giant Size Teen-Up Network uh, a little bit um, and their panel plea of shows as well over there. I, I work a lot with the Botched d d podcast, which is uh, one of my favorite podcasts. So um, about me, let's see. I am uh, pushing 40. Let's just – call it that. Okay. Um, I have been married now 15 years uh, to my beautiful bride, Mary, uh, who is a registered nurse. uh, She works in a hospital setting. She works uh, at minimum three 12-hour shifts a week, um, which usually end up being three 13 to 14-hour shifts a week. Yep. Um, And we have three children, uh, Sam, who is... Almost eight. And then Josh and Gabby, who are twins, and they have just turned four a couple of months ago. Wow. So our house is chaotic, uh, to (laughs) say the least. I can imagine. We live in Dayton, Ohio, uh, which is uh, beneficial because my wife's family pretty much is all centralized there. And that is a huge help to us um my family's from columbus ohio which is an hour and a half away, so it's not that bad go buck guys yeah uh, okay i'm from i'm from toledo Ooh. so i'm from that I'm, oh, I'm from to, don't say I'm, that. From, I'm from toledo so i'm from that school that no i'm I'm from mm. that area that ohio and michigan both don't want so <laughs> you know we Isn't don't that funny it's like the bastard I, like who really wants this group do you want them no don't well, it's it, when in my fraternity the um, one of my fraternities I should say the uh, whoever lost the quote unquote big game between Ohio State and uh, U- University of Michigan, whoever lost the game ended up with Toledo. Um, and so, <laughs> um, yeah, if you haven't noticed, we have a I have I have a bit of an inferiority complex that translated <laughs> all the way to my school, which was great. Oh, um, poor guy. So I graduated from UT in 2001 with my bachelor's, got invited to come back and get a grad assist. So I got my grad assist in 2002. So I got my MBA in 2002 um, and took a year uh, because it was right after 9-11 and nobody was hiring. Mm. Yep. And uh, was a substitute school teacher, which is not anything of what I wanted to do. Mm. I had to be very involved with children from kindergarten all the way up to high school. Um, which those who knew me at the time would be shocked to hear that I had anything to do with kids. Um, uh, because I, <clears throat> to that point was not good with children, uh, questionable if I still am. Um, are we and, all, the, aren't we all well, just questionable I at love the end my of the day? Ki- I love, I love my kids. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. My kids. Um, and then, uh, after 2001, I actually got a job working for a worldwide logistics company, and I spent 13 years there um, working my way up from the rank of uh, track and trace analyst, which is bas- basically a paper pusher, uh, to oh geez, import coordinator, to on-site operations manager, which is basically running an entire branch inside of a customer's building, to um, regional compliance manager, to U.S. customs compliance and information manager – and I was there for 13, almost 13 and a half years. And oh, wow. That's a nice long time. Yeah, it was cool. Um, These days, and, I
0: mean, people job you know, jump well, every four or five years.
1: They were very flexible with letting me. I started out, we started out living in Indianapolis for the first couple of years. And then the on site management opportunity came up in Dayton, and I couldn't turn it down because it was close to her family. That's awesome. And so that company was very flexible with letting me stay in Dayton. Great. Um, Several times they tried to get me to move to a bigger market, and I really didn't want to go. And yeah. they said, "Well, if you don't want to go, and the cost of living is about the same, uh, we can, you know, we'll make it, we'll make it work." And they found the cost of living was way cheaper than Miami or Atlanta oh, or yeah. any of the other markets. Um, and when I put a cost analysis together and said, "Look, not only is it cheaper, that you know, you don't have to give me this huge cost of living increase, which that would be have yeah. been an argument. If they were going to give it to me anyway. Um, that they um, then they were able to turn around and additionally save the money on travel because out of that area, it's very cheap to go from one coast to the other coast very, very quickly. I could yeah. be on the east coast for, you know, 170 bucks and I could be on the west coast for 350 bucks.
0: Yeah. And you're at there the, in what, a couple hours to the east coast yeah. at the very most.
1: East coast is about an hour, depending yeah. on where on the east coast it is. Yeah. Uh, west coast is about two and a half to it's three, depending on how you connect. It's so bad. no. And so it was a good centralized kind of location. Um, and uh, I liked it there, um, but management changed and certain things happen. And so I moved to my current gig, uh, which is with a, um, oh, I don't know if I can say their name or not technically, but we'll just <laughs> go ahead and say they make umbrellas. And gloves and hats and slippers. Cool. Okay. And uh, they are a wearing apparel accessory type company. Got it. Um, based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. So if you're at home and you're wondering who I really work for, it will take you ten seconds of a Google search to figure it out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I got offered an opportunity there to be an import export manager, which was kind of nice. Um, I went from working with about fifty to one hundred clients a day, literally. Uh, down to three to four managers a day and that was it and it hey, was great it was able to balance my loadout I didn't have to travel as much I used to travel every other week uh, I was on the road someplace and that's really hard when you're at the time bringing up a little a little boy and then your wife says hey by the way I'm pregnant with twins and you have to say oh yep wow well, we gotta reflex this a little bit here yeah
0: it sounds it sounds like we need to, to kind of reprioritize a little bit that's yeah. a um and actually, why don't we jump right into the topic? Because you know, one of the things that you mentioned right off the bat was, you know, you have a good hour-long commute. You you have yeah. a wife who's a nurse uh, working odd hours. Um, in in a, you know, in a relative term, odd okay. hours. I know plenty of families that uh, like actually my my cousin and his wife are both, um, you know, uh, they they work emergency services, so firefighter, EMT sort of gig, and uh, they 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 basically one walks in the door, you know, tag in and then okay, I'm going to work, you know what I mean? Uh yep. so that that time management is managed that way. How do you guys deal with first of all t- twins? That that is a challenge in itself because it's you're outnumbered first of all now. <laughs> and then trying to wrangle all the kids and and do all that stuff.
1: Uh it starts with having a very, very patient partner, yeah who is willing to work with you and love you mm-hmm. um, and uh, not being preachy. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. No, it's true. You, 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 you cannot you cannot do this on your own. Um, and then it also, we heavily rely on our family. Her family is right there. Um, her mom is fifteen minutes away from my house. Um, she will watch the kids on, you know, for the hours that I have to work and that she has to work, and then, you know, we'll we'll figure out who's going to go pick him up. Um, my son, after he's in second grade, after school, the bus drops him off at grandma's, so he can go straight to grandma's. We don't have to worry. Okay, who's watching the kid at three o'clock from three until six when dad can pick him up? Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't that such a blessing? That is a huge, huge amount of help. Um, And it, you know, it, it takes, I I don't want to, I'm not pimping her book, but it, it does take a village. I mean, it really does. Yeah. You have to have, you have to have a lot of resources to turn around and uh, be able to make things, to make things work. Um, The other thing is you kind of have to prioritize What's important and what's not important, right? Um, you know,, um, I don't get to go out and do board gaming anymore, and I don't get to go out and do d and d gaming anymore, and that's fine, you know? I mean, that's okay. Um, my wife doesn't knit as much as she used to because she's never able to just sit and work right. Um, and you know, it's okay. Being able to turn around and say, okay, what's the schedule for the week? Making sure everything is on a Google Calendar. Uh, every, everybody in our family has separate Google Calendars. Like I have a Google Calendar. My wife has a Google Calendar. We have a Google Calendar set up specifically for my son uh, and all his stuff. Um, and then the twins, they're still young enough. We don't have to mess with that as much. But, okay – Sam's got soccer practice, so okay, we got to get him with the soccer practice. Or um, we got a Cub Scout thing this week, and uh, you know, I'm on the Cub Scout um, executive committee, so I have to be at all these certain functions, um, getting in the car and just making sure. Okay, where am I supposed to be? Yep. Reviewing the agenda every morning. Okay, um, and that I mean that still doesn't change because when I pick the kids up at grandma's, you know, every every Thursday or Friday when I pick up the kids at grandma's, it's always like. Okay. Do we have any family things planned this weekend? Because I know something is not on the calendar that's supposed to be on the calendar. So since grandma is the hub for all knowledge, okay, grandma, (laughs) what am (laughs) I forgetting? Grandma is great. What am I forgetting? And she'll say, "Oh well, don't forget uh, we've got so and so's baptism, or we've got uh, this person's birthday party." And oh, right, right, okay, okay. What time is that again? Where is that again? Okay, great. Pulling out my phone, putting yeah. it in the calendar, making sure there's a calendar entry, or putting the calendar entry in there because you know we'll forget things, and um, you know we don't we don't do as well with some of the household things. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it, I mean, it's going to give somewhere. So you know, my house is not the cleanest, and but, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to expect that to an extent. Yeah. Um,
0: and the I, worst I, is, um, man, Deanna. My, so my wife and I, we were we were uh, reflecting back on, like, we would we would go to friends' houses who have kids, and you know, there would be projects that were started and never finished, and you're just like, oh, just just finish it, just finish it. Like, you know, you don't say that, of course, but but when you realize when you think back, you're like. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why that was never finished, and I totally get it now.
1: I have started so many different programming language courses and barely made it past chapter two. I know. I mean it's, it's brutal. just It's it's the stuff that I want to do. I want to sit down and play a video game, but unless it's honestly unless it's on my phone, I can't because I I'm never gonna have time no you're um, right. I, I I and that's fine i'm not I'm not putting myself out on a cross or anything. I mean, it's just you have to say, okay, what's worth it? what's not worth it? Um, <clears throat> you know, obviously the kids have to come first and you know then that gets into money and money management yeah. and you know that's a whole another podcast for somebody who's way smarter than I am because. <laughs> how to manage uh,
0: your money with a, a family and a crazy life and all that stuff
1: yeah it, that's it, yeah. that's that's a that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself that I am not qualified to probably Shoot, even listen to maybe uh, yeah
0: maybe I'll maybe I'll bring somebody on at some point if you're listening and you want to chime in feel free to <laughs> email me the podcast at gmail.com
1: but you know I mean that's what it really comes down to and then after that it's it comes back to okay. Everything's firefighting, you know, yeah, once know. you've got a schedule, it just becomes when you've got three kids, it just becomes firefighting. It's just repeated firefighting, 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 and you have to, to make it work and for you not to burn out. And I'm very, again, I'm very blessed, fortunate, however you want to look at it. Um, I, I say blessed to have a mother-in-law that is willing to watch my kids um, I, you know, she, she gave me the opportunity this week for my wife and I, we're not even at home right now. I'm recording this at a cabin in the middle of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, because my mother-in-law said, yeah, I'll watch the kids for a week. Cause you and your, you and Mary need to, you need to, you need to get away for a week and relax and become humans again. Yep. And, um, my God, it just makes all the difference does the world. It?
0: I, I think that one of the most important things to do, and this is life in general, right? Like you, you want to take a step back from whatever you're doing, come back at it with a fresh perspective. The fact that, um, and I'm in a similar boat because my mom and then my wife's um, mom, my mother-in-law, they uh, they watch Arya, my daughter, at, um, you know, every day during the week. And so we we don't have to pay for that child care, uh, for one. And so that helps us save a ton of money. Two, um, you know, she has kind of de facto babysitters who um, are always happy to just, you know, oh, you guys need a night to go do date night or whatever? Go do that. And, you know, there have been times so, so, like... In, uh, in a few weeks, we're going to go up to uh, New York City, and we're going to go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and it's just going to be us, and that's going to mm-hmm. be like a really fun little weekend getaway. I If parents are listening to this, and there's an opportunity for you to take a break, and, and somebody offers that to you, take it up, because I'm telling you what, it it, it allows you to kind of come back, and, and also, you appreciate that time, I think, away from your kids, and when you see them again, it's like... Well, it's not, o-
1: it's, it's not only that. I mean... Even if you don't have family that is near you, even if you live in a city that's far away and you you just or you just don't have a family support mechanism, you know, work with other parents who, you know, who you can trust and you can work with because, you know, there you need to you need to be able to take a day. And and not only that, but give your partner a break. I mean, here's the thing. Um, Very good point. Every now and then. And it doesn't happen that often. But every now and then. Um, you know, like origins gaming convention comes up and I want to just go and take a Saturday and go to origins because, Hey, I just need a day to just get away. And my wife will say, okay, I'll watch the kids that day. But to trade off, you have to watch the kids on another Saturday. I'm not Mm -hmm. working and let me go do something or, you know, we'll have, um, homeless days where I have to take all the kids and we have to get out of the house for a day. Um, and that's fine. I love that. And that's, that's that's fine. How do you wrangle Take, all three kids by yourself, by the way? It's not – well, now it's not as bad as it used to be. The problem ages become right around um, two to th- – well, mainly three years old Okay, when they're getting too big to go in the stroller. So you can't, like, button two of them down in the stroller mm-hmm. and then just push the stroller everywhere. Uh, and you know they're going to run. You know it doesn't matter. They're yeah. just going to run. So um, I have a little trick, and I don't know if my wife's, I'm sure, listening to this, so she's probably going (laughs) to admonish me a little bit here. I have a small trick that I do, which is, okay, here's the deal. We're going to go out. We're going to go and have – we're going to go to the museum, kids' museum or whatever. Um, We're going to play at the museum, but you guys have to understand if there's any acting up, we're going home. And you have to be strict about that. You cannot you cannot turn around and just say, okay, you know, placate one of the kids and just – because they're going to walk over you if you do. Mm. Um, even though my wife says I let them walk over me anyway. Um, it's hard not you, to. They're freaking yeah. cute, right? Like, Well, no. They just know how to twist my buttons. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the big uh, – if, if you don't have a museum or anything near you, here's the first step and they're going to hate the end part of this but but just trust me on this take them to a playground let them run it off for at least half hour 45 minutes even an hour cuz trust me you let kid on a playground for an hour eventually mm-hmm. the kid's going to get bored yep so after you let them run out all that extra energy then you can go and you can do other things but you have to let them run it off first mm-hmm. you have to to push them um and let them get – because they're kids and they're they're built up with all this physical energy and they want to run. Da, 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 da. And if you want to go to a kid's museum, that's understandable, right? But you can't take them to the Louvre, not that we have. But you can take your kids <laughs> to like the Museum of Modern Art and expect them to be quiet the whole time. They're, they're not going to do it. No, so, oh, God, no. So you have to – step one is take them someplace first that they can run off a bunch of energy. Step two is – Find and it's got to be kind of a safe spot, you know. I mean, you can't, you can't like have a okay, we're gonna go to you know, uh, Lego world because or whatever because it's kid oriented or whatever, and then they can run everywhere. You've got to take them to a place that's somewhat confined and keep an eye on all three of them. And that's a job as a parent in and of itself that gets crazy Mm -hmm. sometimes, but let them run it off and then turn around and go to do something else, go, um, and realize. You know, go do something meet right after they run it off to right before lunch is when you're going to get anything of the essence done. Mm-hmm. You are not going to get anything essential done after lunch. Mm. It's it's just you you have to ex- anticipate that because after lunch, those kids, depending on how old they are, et cetera, they're either going to get one of two things. They're going to be re-energized. I want to go run it off again. Okay. Or it's going to be nap time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're gonna want to sleep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> so what? What we? What I do is okay. Let them run it off. Um, so for example, on Sundays, from my wife uh, when she works, I take him to the playground, let them run it off. We go to church. After church, we get in the car, we go get lunch real quick, and then we go to get my life, my wife' lunch, drop it off there because it's a thirty minute drive between her hospital and our house. Mm-hmm. I don't know the kids nap or doze or whatever in the car for a little bit. And if they're really, really out, they're really tired. I can pick them up and carry them in and put them down, you know, and, and let them have their nap time. Now, my eight year old son, that doesn't work with.
0: Yeah. That's so, not work. With them. I, the first thing that you started when you were like, either they nap or they're ready to go again. I'm like, yeah, but what happens like when they don't sink? All three of them don't sink.
1: Y- y- you <sighs> all three of them are never going to sink. Yeah. So you have to realize they're going to be outliers. So the twins, for the most part, from a sleep perspective, sync up very well. Yeah. The the eight-year-old does not. Mm. Um, And he doesn't really take a nap time. Uh, Well, that's true. Eight is pretty pretty old at that point to do that, right? What he'll do is we'll have what we call quiet time. Oh, okay. So the the twins understand quiet time as nap time. He understands quiet time as either I can read a book or I can play with toys that don't make noise quietly or if the ki- if the twins are asleep and he knows the twins have to actually be asleep then daddy will turn on a kids show for me that I can watch cool and it'll be you know it, it won't sometimes I give in and I give him Voltron or I give him uh, I don't know whatever the latest thing is, and sometimes I'll turn on something educational. It just yeah. depends if he's been good or bad. If he's been bad, he gets educational kid shows no matter what. I don't care. But if he's been good, okay, you can watch a couple episodes of Voltron. And plus, it's he good. Can... Voltron the Voltron's good. I like. Well, it. yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, I, it's 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 a reward for him. Yep. So yep. I don't want to reward him if he's not being good. Yes. So then you know. And if, as a parent, if you are a new parent, my wife was very strict about this, and God love her because she was so strict about this. Enforce the nap time with the kids. Put them on a sleep schedule. Yes. They will not sleep at all if you don't enforce it. They will walk right over you yep. if you do not say, okay, you know what? We sleep from 8.30 until whatever, 5, 6 in the morning, whatever time you get up in the morning. We sleep from this to this. And if you get up in the middle of the night and you cry, fine, we'll come in, we'll pat you, but you're going back to bed. You're not yes. getting up, you're not playing Ugh. around, you're not, you're not looking at books, you're not playing with toys. It is back to bed. Same thing for nap time. Nap time is what nap time is. Run them out a little bit, let them get the energy out, and then nap time is nap time. Hey, and I'll that's t- all there yeah. to it.
0: I'll tell you what, one of the things that, that we struggled with a lot, and I actually did an entire episode on on sleep regression, uh, because that... that uh, um. That point in time, because I deal with like some some anxiety and stuff, and like that was some of the, the you you know exactly what what's end is, at that point, and you don't know what to do, and because everybody's like let them cry it out, listening to your kid cry out is awful, and um we would do the the whole you know walk in, patch on the back, get you know kind of lay down, and it and it works people. Like it works, and and do it. Do yourself the favor. Go through the pain, whatever it is, and it's so worth it because the kid is independent at that point. And like we're at the point now. I don't. Do you guys have one of those walkie-talkie sort of? Um, uh, we have a camera moms? that
1: we have a camera that used to. I mean, we still have it in their room, but we had a camera that was focused to watch them. Yeah, and basically, it would it would alert us if there was movement, and it had a microphone and a speaker on it if we right. wanted to listen to. Uh, but the benefit was is that you know, for Mary and I both, it was it was linked to the smartphone. See,
0: that's great. So,
1: so then you could turn around and just you know if if something made a noise in there, you would just say, okay, what's going on? You can be anywhere in the house and just flip it up and say, okay, what's going on? And, oh, okay. He's, he's getting up and okay. But here's the thing. If you go out and you get one of those, um, do not. And this is my, this is my, this is my personal beef. Okay. Do not talk to the kid through the camera. Don't do it. You can listen to them. Don't talk to them through the camera. Because if you talk to them through the camera, they're going to start yelling at the camera at ungodly hours. You don't <laughs> so want So we that. haven't had that yet. I actually – so so what, what we
0: do because if she – so if she wakes up in the middle of the night and like she's had a nightmare or something and mm-hmm. she's just crying and stuff. What I'll do is I'll just like just simply being like, Aria, we're here. Lay down for me. And then she kind of realizes, oh, oh, okay. And then she just lays down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, but with my kids, so um, Sam – for the longest time, we would watch the thun- the new Thunderbirds Go, right? Okay, yeah. And there's a character on Thunderbirds Go called EOS, which was like this mm-hmm. computer that uh, – and, and artificial intelligence. And our camera kind of looked like this character. So there were periods of time where he would be yelling – it would be like, I don't know, <laughs> 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. He'd be yelling, EOS, da, 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 da. It's like – Sam, that's a camera. <laughs> that's not you. That's not yours. That's not no. going to work. Yeah. So, so that's what I have to, th- that's my personal piece of advice. Yeah. If you want to listen to them, listen to them. Yes. Do not talk to them through that camera. Get up and go put a physical presence with them because, A, it's, you know, okay, a parental thing you should be doing anyway. But, B, you don't want them to, get the implication that, oh, I can just get up and yell at this thing anytime yeah, I want. that's a very good point. My mom and daddy are going to talk to me through it, and it'll be great. Yeah. That's a very good point. They're not cognizant enough to understand that.
0: Yes, yes. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Um, I'd like to shift a little bit because, um, you know, you mentioned it earlier, how much you— uh, well, you used to go out, you used to do, you know, board games, you um you have a passion for podcasting, you have mm-hmm. um various passions, things that you're interested in. How um how do you keep up with the things that you're still interested in now that you have three kids, such as the podcasting? You mentioned that you also do some some coaching um for kids right. as well.
1: Right. So um I'm very lucky at my work um that I can do a lot of the Coaching aspect through uh, an organization called Nepris, and Nepris is an entity which um, is an online kind of, um, I guess, a best way to put it is it's kind of like an online online uh, bulletin board where teachers can put out there and say, "Hey, uh, my class is really interested in somebody with computer science." Uh, you know, we're 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 dealing with a ninth grade level class. Uh, we need a speaker to come in and talk to us for an hour on uh, at a ninth grade level for so the kids can understand. Um, I have volunteered for some crazy ones. Uh, there was a – it was great. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, there was a class in San Diego, uh, just outside of San Diego, one of the porch poor school districts in San Diego. They were doing a um, – uh, they have this annual, uh, I guess it's a, a gala kind of thing okay. where you know the parents come in and and you know it's it's kind of like a ball that they put on for the parents and they use it as a fundraising effort. And what they wanted to do was they it was the first year that they were doing it, they wanted to have the students have student companies be able to sell things at this gala. And so the best way that they could come up with was, well, we'll just bring in business people and we'll do a shark tank and we'll oh, do a, cool. a we'll, we'll have, we'll have in each of our three business, I think it was three or four business classes. Okay. We'll have each grouping of students come in and they will do a shark tank kind of presentation. And then you as the business person can give them feedback or, you know, ask them questions or, That's you know, would you idea. invest or would you invest? Yeah. And it was a really neat concept and. You know, I was able to do it for two classes. That's all I could spare time for. But my company, because it's remote, um, you know, they, they were very positive about that and they said, look, you know, I mean, you're not leaving your desk, you're a salary employee anyway. So if you need to stay late, you're going to stay late anyway. Yeah. So if you need to take 30 to 40 minutes to do this, take 30 to 40 minutes. That's great. You know, um, that balance is they, so
0: important, man. That's, they great were that they
1: very, they were very kind about it. Um, Uh, I've had helped kids who are trying to do in uh, Louisiana. I didn't know this in Louisiana. You have to interview in the ninth or 10th grade for a, you know, not necessarily do a direct interview, but talk to somebody in that field and you have to do like this written script and everything else about, Hey, I'm looking at being an airline pilot. And here are the things I think I need to do to become an airline pilot. Uh, And, you know, and and it's kind of a public speaking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they want a somebody from the business community to come in and critique and give them advice and pointers and like make sure you're making eye contact, make sure you're talking with with force. Don't say um and ah and like all the time, you right. know. Things of that nature. And and so I was able to help out with a couple of those. Um, you know, for for my field, there's not usually a whole lot of call from logistics people because, well, logistics and compliance, which is what I do, really isn't sexy, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, but you know, those kinds of things where you can pitch in and help, um, I think it makes you a better individual. Um, as far as the other stuff that I do, you know, podcasts, I I don't I don't podcast as much as I I used to. I used to put out probably once a month my tech and trade podcast. And that's actually slacked off for over a year now. Mm. I haven't gotten back into it as much as I really I need to. I just need to sit down and do it. The problem is, is you know, you get a real world job that's very demanding, and and this year has been a very demanding year at our, our company because we launched like four new products, which is huge for us. Normally, we launch like one or two a year. Sure. So my time has been obsessive compulsive with that, um, and then you know, my kids are in that transitionary phase from preschool and second grade, first grade to second grade, so. I haven't had – I have a lot of regrets with not being able to push as much on that. But what I found is I can do it in other ways. Um, So I'm an advisor on Daily Tech News Show with Tom Barrett. Um, I go in and anytime they have – except for when my phone wasn't working while I'm here in Tennessee and he's asked me like three questions and I haven't been able to get back to him. Sorry, Tom. Um, (laughs) I haven't been able – You know, normally I'm able to come in and give, okay, here's how – international trade wise or customs compliance wise or transportation wise, you know, here's how this would work and here's what you need to realize, you know, if you're going to move Silicon chips from this point to this point, you've got to be aware of these things with regard to it. And, um, so I'm able to help out with that. I'm able to help out with, um, you know, juries, politics, politics, politics podcast, because, you know. We're talking about nothing. I mean, now, granted, this is an evergreen podcast. So if you're listening to this, hello, future people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm able to help out with those guys when it comes to, hey, we've got trade policy questions, like, oh, this new NAFTA versus USMCA, what's the differences? Does it matter? Mm-hmm. What does it mean with these, you know, tariff increases with China? How does this work? You know, I'm able to jump in and provide guidance and information on it. While not turning around and being able to necessarily produce and, and, you know, it, it takes for every hour you podcast, every hour you record track, you've got at least two to three hours that you're sitting there. You're doing editing, you're doing, um, prep work, you're doing show notes, you're doing 50 to 60 other things just to build the podcast and get it going. Yeah. Um, and so just being able to come in and do an advisory position where I can just lay out a couple of things, do a couple of quick sound bites and be done. That's. And it's enough
0: right now. Yeah, I was about to ask. So it's that. It sounds like that's still kind of uh, you scratch that itch, right? It's
1: it's scratching the itch. It's not completing it. Um, yeah. I just recorded earlier in this week um, two episodes of Botch D and D podcast, which was great. Normally, I don't get a chance to play with those guys, so I got a chance to do that. So that got my podcasting and my gaming thing kind of snatched great. all much. Um, I've got. I've got to just, you know, for me, I can't be everywhere at once. So, you know, I've tried to do for podcasting, I've tried to do different things. I've tried to record podcasts on my phone. I've really have. I have yet to figure out if anybody is recording podcasts on your Android phone. I mean, please tell me what software you're doing it with because you tried Anchor. I, I have not tried Anchor directly only because I want to control my feed, and Anchor will not let me control directly uh, my feed. Yeah
0: the anchor anchor is a uh, is I've been playing around with it actually I was playing around with it a lot before Aria was born um because I had some ideas on some content that I wanted to put out there to kind of supplement some of my other shows and some other things but it was um yeah it it, it has a lot of potential um I'm interested in kind of jumping back into it just to kind of see how it's changed because it has evolved a lot um, right and there's talk even about like how you can push that content to iTunes to other places. So I'm curious about that. I don't know how all that works. Maybe I'm from, completely
1: wrong. From from my perspective, what I really want to do is, I, I, until Audacity gets their head out of their butt uh, and develops the Audacity for Android capability, which, by the way, Audacity, if you're listening, any day now, please, because, <laughs> dear God, we would all be using it, um, you know, it's hard for me to turn around and I've got everything else pre-programmed into audacity. Um, it's hard for me to turn around and just pick up a new app. But if there's an app out there that does it, that does the, you know, the capture, the encoding, I can do the sequencing. I can do, uh, I can put my intros, my outros, all the other stuff that needs to go in there and my show notes and all the other stuff into the ID three tag and then create the MP3 and then push it to my server my server, once it's on my server, it, it automatically dumps the RSS out, so I'm not worried about that right. part. Um, by the way, thank you for turning into dad's on podcasting technology. Uh, <laughs> but hey, this is this is all very
0: relevant, you know. Like if because I think that uh, the ultimate theme here is that you know when you're a parent, ultimately, like you you have a lot more on your plate. Okay, yeah. so and and how do you because it's still very important to embrace the things that you like that you enjoy. Obviously, it diminishes a little bit in the time that you could spend doing it, um, which is reasonable because you know you trade it up for some, some this amazing experience of being a dad, right? And that is good, but you should still take some time to do your thing.
1: It's worth everything to me to yeah. be able to be my kids' dad. Um, I. I consider it my second most important job that I have. The first being the husband of my wife. Um, The second, but the first most important job is that the second most important job for me is being the, the the father of my children somewhere in there is my real world job, you know? Um, Yeah. um, Yeah. But I, 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 I cannot stress enough to anybody. You're never going to be able to succeed unless you, start out and start to say, okay, do we have a plan and what is the plan? Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, I've gone through this with lots of different companies when I've done consulting work and everything else, you know, you, you, you've got a motivated workforce and your workforce. I'm going to take the family and turn it into a workforce for, or a company for a second. You've got a motivated workforce. You've got a mom and a dad and a, and a child or multiple children who, or a dad and a dad and a mom and a mom or whatever. Yeah. You've got two parents and a, children who want to do, even though the child doesn't know they want to do it, that want to, that want to get the boat going, right? They're willing to row that boat wherever you tell them to go. But if there's no map, you're going to be going in circles all day long. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, constant communication is important with my wife. Okay. What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. We literally use three different methods of communication. We have WhatsApp, we have Google, uh, Facebook messenger and uh, what's the other one that we'll use? Coopation messenger. Oh, um, we'll use uh, just regular SMS text messaging. okay. Um, we'll use all three because if one doesn't work, the other one's going to get through. Typically, we try to use WhatsApp the most because it seems to be the lowest latency and Mark Zuckerberg can't read all of our messages, not that <laughs> Not that I really care if Mark Zuckerberg really wants to go pick up my two-year-old or my second grader for Scouts. He, feel free, Mark. Anytime <laughs> you want. It seems like a trip, right? Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm sure you. Yeah, I'll buy I'll pay a for, share. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll pay for the gas money. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, uh, I'll, pay, I'll pay for a share of Facebook. Sure, for that. Hey, yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy two. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, that.
0: That is really good. And my wife and I, um, you, you know, we we use just the calendar, like an iCal that that just updates and and it keeps us on track and what what we find is that we rely on it so much that when one of us forgets to put something on there holy cow everything like goes to shite
1: well and that's why my wife has one google calendar for her all her stuff yep i have one google calendar for all of my stuff and then we have sam i think sam actually has two. i think sam has sam school and sam scouts on his calendar Mm. and then the twins go on her calendar typically or, and we can write onto each other's calendars. I mean, that's not the problem. The the more important thing is, is they're layered. So if I see something in yellow, I know it's my wife's. Okay. She's doing this today. Okay, great. I look at it and I see it's purple or blue. Okay. Depending on which app I'm using, it's either purple or blue. Okay. It's mine. And if I see green, okay, that's Sam. We got to what's going on with that. And by looking at that every day, you know, when you get up, You get up, you do whatever you got to do. And as you're walking out the door, you get in the car or you you stand at the bus stop waiting to go, you pull it out, you look at it and say, okay, what is everybody else doing today? So you're at least cognizant of it. You know, that's at least being, for lack of a better word, respectful of your partner, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you're able to say, okay, um, so she's working today. So I got to make sure we don't schedule this for that. Or, um, Okay, we're gonna have a conflict here because there's a parent teacher conference thing. She's got to work. So I'm gonna have to figure out how am I gonna get out of work early on this yeah, day uh, and make sure I can go talk to my my boss and make sure I get that time off. Yeah. Um, that's all you know,
0: so important that that little bit of that that coordination to make that stuff happen is is it, it's Herculean sometimes. Um, especially I'm sure when you have more kids and with your job, with other things going on in life, Um, that's really good. And this has been like this, this, uh, advice has been awesome. And usually, cause usually towards the end of the show, I always like to ask the dad, Hey, do you have any words of wisdom to to provide? This is, this has been like chock full of words of wisdom. So is there anything else that you feel
1: like you'd want to add onto that? I will give you wisdom. It's, as, as as my father once told me, it's very easy to give wisdom. It's hard to follow wisdom. And so I'm going to give the wisdom that I have the hardest time following. Sure. And that is, remember their kids. Be patient with them. Uh, be patient. So true. Because, you know, be the father or the wife or the spouse be the 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 be the image that you want them to see and think of when they think of what is a mommy, what is a daddy, what does it mean uh you know what what's the kind of daddy I want to be like? What's the mommy I want to kind of be like? And cuz you're their example for that. So be patient their children they they will take a while to bake, okay? <laughs> yeah you can't just pop them in and out of the microwave and everything's fine. That's and you got to put them in the crock pot and let them cook for a while. Yes.
0: Yes. No, agreed, man. This has been a fantastic conversation. Um, that's a show. Um, and, and I just want to <laughs> reiterate my appreciation for you being on and, uh, and, and being part of a great community like the Tadpool and, and uh, being willing to tell your story. This has been really great.
1: Thank and, you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to be able to come on and, and, and talk with the community of fathers that, yes. uh, Understand this.
0: That's and that's kind of what this this show is all about. It's providing support and and uh and you know just general uplifting um, communication with dads and just message this uplifting message. For dads out there. So if you uh, have any questions or if you'd like to chime in on the conversation, feel free to email the dad chronicle podcast at gmail.com. As always, you can visit the dad to listen to other stories like this. Our guest today has been Jim Thatcher. Th- Jim, thank you again. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Take care, everybody. If you like this show,
1: check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com